John Simons, PPGA Grandpa. Today we're talking with Taylor Gardarian. Man, he and I have been talking for hours and hours the last couple of months. He currently lives in Colorado. He grew up in Colorado skiing and snowboarding. Right now he lives in Eagle. Back in 2009, he started paragliding. And then recently, he started doing the paramotoring. Back in 2019, he obtained his basic fly instructor rating with Aerosports, and now he holds an FAA tandem exemption. Man, I, I don't even know how many hours you and I have talked over the last couple months. So, so it's so nice to have you on the show. Welcome, Taylor. Absolutely, Sean. It is the best, and I'm so glad that You've invited me to this show because it's such a custom show and I just want to be able to express my opinions um, just like you do so openly and just plain. And, and hopefully this is good quality. Uh, just so you all know out there, it's like we have to do, I do a lot of driving and a lot of, a lot of work. <laughs> and uh, the only really time that I have to do these podcast is when I'm doing a delivery so if you know me I'm doing a delivery so if you hear little beeps or road noise that's what's going on in the background so Taylor like I said once again uh, welcome to the show and I guess we talked uh, just before just before we we um, introduced you we wanted to know I guess more about you so who is Taylor I got it for free and then 
And, and you and you do a lot of tandems now too in, in your instruction, right? See, okay, last summer because I, I don't want to get too far ahead in the story, so I'll skip to me flying on YouTube. I have old videos from 2011, 2012. I've flown from Vail and Beaver Creek Mountains before they didn't allow it. And also Peanut Point, which is in western Colorado. There's a dot zero site. And now, um, as of last summer, I started paramotoring. And with all of that experience, I went to Air Paramo because he is with Aerosports Connection. They have the ability to train individuals with tandem exemption quality. Um, so I was able to visit his site last year and we trained um basically where there's that large copper mine that's been uh, abandoned and i got to fly over that and train for tandem so now i can take people but it's taken me like a year almost half a year to save up to buy a wing and i chose the tandem hybrid type of wing which we have to talk about yeah, I saw I saw your video where you where you took it out and and you kited it on snow. So let me ask you real quick: as far as kiting on snow um, or grass or gravel, sand, uh, even roads, um, what does that do to your wing? So since you mostly, I, I think you mostly launch from snow, does that do anything crazy to your wing at all? Everybody knows that your wing gets dirty if you take it out in sand or in mud or anything like that. You can get that on it for sure, especially in Colorado. There's mud seasons. So right now in the snow, it's like you can't get your wing dirty. <laughs> so you can take it out and, like, hide it in, hopefully, plowed snow. It's over some sort of surface. And your wing can't get dirty if you slide it across the snow or, like, pull it up. Um, too, too quickly and no wind. No, no, is it, is, is the snow, is the snow like sandpaper, like trying to launch and fly on beaches? Is that the same thing with snow or no? Absolutely not. Your wing is so light that the snow basically acts as a, a very, uh, hard surface and your wing gels right over it. Oh, and that reminds me, too. I just saw somebody ask a question. Um, is it dangerous to fly when it's snowing? You've seen people fly when it's snowing, and I've talked with another person who makes the angel, and he's flied when it snows. So I'm saying, and I have flown before when it was snowing, uh, not that much. You can see the snow inside of your wing accumulating and if that doesn't bother you and you can still look at it that's totally fine but with me i was paragliding when it happened and i've been paramotoring when it happened i was like i'll go in just so my wing doesn't get wet and uh you can see the snow accumulate so up to a point you could have like three inches in your wing or more to notice what would happen to your wing? See, that, that sounds that sounds so scary. That sounds so scary. That sounds so scary. I mean, I mean, I'm afraid of having a little bit of, 
you know, grass in the wing, let alone three inches of heavy snow. When do you have to start worrying about collapse or anything with, with snow in your wing? It's got to be the stall that you're worried for because the, the snow would make it to the edge of your cell and pull it back as if you were riding your brakes. And um, snow wouldn't be that hard because if it were really light champagne snow, supposedly you fill yourself, your wing would theoretically be able to fly as a rigid wing, but if it were literally packed with snow. But if you pulled your brakes and the snow was so set, um, the cells were so saturated with snow, then it would puff out the cells and you probably couldn't flare or something. Who knows? Oh, see, see, that sounds scary as hell. <laughs> so in other words, probably if it starts to snow, you need to land. Eight-foot powder? I'm sure you would. <laughs> so, so you're basically saying that if it starts to snow, it's not going to kill you right away, but you probably need to get down as soon as possible so you don't go into a stall and die. Correct. Avoid <laughs> stalls for snow. Okay. And uh, and look at your wing. But if if you're if you're wondering if you haven't paramotored, then you're so close to your wing, you can see what's happening if you just tilt. Right. Okay. Well, that's pretty interesting. So you're doing tandems. You're flying in the snow, which to me is scary. And um, you said that you've been only flying for what a year? Uh, I mean, as far as motoring, a year. And then how long? T and then how long paragliding? From paragliding, and I fly Woolcott, which is U Trail. This site so awesome. Um, a long ridge that stretches about five miles with one point that you can exceed the heights of the mountains that you're around, around like 10 to 11,000 feet, to cross country to Vail. And I um, would top land on this U-Trail site and have hundreds of flights. And um, now that I've changed my perspective from paragliding into paramotoring, it becomes that you can take advantage of not the absolute perfect days, but my best flights have still been paragliding so far because it's so smooth and in a paraglider, you literally project and bounce, whereas that your motor allows you to go through inversion layers around up to a cloud and back down to do it again without having to maintain your altitude and be in such a high performance wing. So the difference that, and especially the noise too, it's like a dirt bike or something you're riding, um, has a huge difference that I'm basically becoming adjusted to because I'll tell you one thing, I've agreed with what I've heard. Paramotoring is safer. It's on an approach, like for a landing. If you have a bad approach, take another. <laughs> and as long as your engine is working, you're an addition, to, uh, an additional safety if you have a crumple zone. And 
uh, when you do go down, you'll still be paragliding if your engine goes out. So what what kind of what kind of paramotor do you have? I have the flat top Ninja, right? And just just like the one that you had until you upgraded to the Angel, and that's my plan too. Oh, really? Yes. Well, first of all, you get two hundred dollars off by mentioning Grandpa. <laughs> yes, you do. I should say Grandpa, but different feeling. No, that, that's right. I'm 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 PPG Grandpa. You you say hey PPG PPG Grandpa sent me, and Andrew Fuller, the maker of the Angel uh, Angel Paramotor, will give you two hundred bucks off, man. To where I would replace what I break. For free, give me a break. That, that's that's just great by Andrew. And if you guys don't know what he's talking about, uh, if you get the Angel, which is an awesome paramotor, I think I I just did my maiden voyage and absolutely loved it. If you come down and break a piece or whatever you do, and unlike other manufacturers that charge you an arm and a leg, usually thousands of dollars or hundreds of dollars, depending on what you get or what you break, Andrew with SkyTap Paramotor just sends you out the pieces that you broke. And it's, I mean, who does that? What's that? I also would definitely want to get um, more into a cross-country paragraph paramotor that's never been experienced i've talked with del shanzi about the concept of making another one and he said that he wouldn't upgrade his frame and i'd assume that it would take another andrew fuller to even get a new frame to be that sean yeah. cross country that means you have a pod or something your feet are sticking right out you can lay down if that were a possible a possibility with a uh changeable format you, you like press a button, release something here, and then you're able to change the pod. That could be the next one because we're just talking about metal here. Oh, you know what? Maybe maybe it's just maybe it's just a new harness type of configuration where you can do a a cross country harness or something. I know. So I'm definitely looking forward to it, and I'm I'm in love with the type frame. See, everyone knows you've probably seen. Out because it's with Tucker God apparently that's like the biggest name in my in my world for paragliding paramotoring and I'm just so curious because feet are very important you never like wouldn't think about it if you didn't have that type so I'm just so waiting for you to interview Tucker and then we'll find out if feet are so important yeah i noticed i saw one i saw one of his videos too where he actually was doing acro and broke his seat all right i don't think it was the icarus race but i think it was just recently that he did some acro and broke his seat and it had like um i think it was like uh not particle board but um i guess it was just wood did you hear about that you're right. I saw the video. Okay. But that's a seat plate. My seat plate. It's what they call what you've possibly shown in your videos, honeycomb. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So so we got the honeycomb in the flat top, and then the angel has this really strong wood 
And I forgot what Andrew said. It's uh, basically woven in or removable. In this in the angel, it's removable. It's woven in. Yeah, and woven into nothing. But feet. This is a particular component not incorporated. It's the crumple zone. That's what I'm talking about. Oh. Where the base of the paramotor containing the gallon of gas, or I mean the gas tank, uh, right. power from any that you're yep. it's supposed to be uh, basically holding the entire unit from its design and a safety issue. So I've never, besides a Yoda, experienced another unit that I um, see with feet. And they're really based on the flat top in other versions, in other obscure YouTube videos. Did you know that the flat top is a design that's based off the Skywalker? Right, the Sky yes, exactly. And. And so I go with how many have been produced is really the most successful. Yes. So um, right now, it's uh, basically the flat top. There's probably more people who buy a flat top than anything. And um, that's considering if it has a crumple zone. <laughs> because there are so many others, especially around the world. They have different types of engines and different types of um, setups that are smaller even. Because they fly at sea level. One of the things that I liked about the flat top is that you could basically, you know, do anything you want to it and it would would not be destroyed. Yeah, it's like a freaking tank. You're right. So I've definitely worked it and anyone will, even if you've had experience paragliding, which is why you want to buy those types of machines. Just spend the money. Who cares? Because flying is going to last longer. That's right. why I think. So make it last. Don't break your stuff. Exactly. Make it last and, and have a, a, a crazy-ass warranty that, you know, once you buy it, you never have to buy any piece again. I mean, of course, his stipulation is as long as you have it on video. So always go out paramoting with, a, with your video camera of some sort. Of that warranty. I have, um, yeah, I'll promote my YouTube channel because I have like 30, 40 subscribers, something like that. It's like not too many. <laughs> I'm like, um, not that cool. <laughs> so, so what if, so what if somebody hears this? So, what if somebody hears this uh, podcast and they want to see, you know, see some of your videos? How do they find your your YouTube channel or how they find you on the internet. Thanks. They type in my name, Taylor Gardarian. And you are everywhere. I have. Oh, yeah. I'm um, everywhere. I just made my cool first edit, which is from one day right after, right the day before Christmas. After a month of editing, it looks pretty good. Um, I basically am going to have the opportunity tomorrow looks like it's sunny right now it's uh, 125 to take a tandem flight so we're gonna uh, fly with some GoPros and make sure that every angle is covered with the new hybrid wing that we could talk about
right now, Sean, I gotta tell you. Okay. Okay, so if you've ever looked at a dynamic chart of how foils within an air tunnel perform, there's a specific cut that's used in turbine wings and it's kind of like a banana edge. <clears throat> so this type of cut, which is diff different than a foil, a straight foil laid uh, up in an airflow, has the capability to pull forward. And that's why it's used in turbines as opposed to the other flat board type. So what a company did, and I have not a dealership status or I'm not a flight pilot for AVCO. Um, <clears throat> the company, AVCO Aviation, they've been around forever and everyone probably has touched an AVCO product. Uh, who's familiar with the sport? They are indeed a type of wing that's called a hybrid. And now it's pretty obscure for you to see a hybrid unless it's like a hike and fly. But they release a tandem hybrid. And the best opportunities are with its launching and how it's auto-balancing. Okay, for so pilots to, before, yeah. we, before, we can, before we continue, um, could, could you do me a favor and kind of let me understand what these different wings are. I mean, there's a regular wing that you fly with a motor. Um, I think that you can fly the same thing paragliding. There's a hike and fly, and there's a hybrid. Could you do me a favor and kind of quickly go over all the different wings and what, what's, what does it mean that, you know, like an A wing or B wing and a hybrid and a hike and fly, what, what, what's the difference? I don't, I don't quite understand all the different wings that are out there. I've flown ever since I've ever flown the A quality, B quality, C quality, and paramotor version of wings. I can't tell you about a D, but those are pretty exotic. <laughs> so starting with A's, these are because they recover more readily. Right. If a pilot error were to occur or if you were to be within turbulence, the B's are much more of a wide class. I would say A is for your beginner. So you could make a mistake by pulling too much brake and this would recover and your wing would stay stable. Now that characteristic, uh, it, that characteristic it's gotten into what a hybrid wing would be. And a hybrid, its front wing is like a turbine which pulls forward. And um, I'll get into the hybrid later. So the B class of wings recovers less readily than an A, just like if you step up to a C. And there's so much more variance. A lot of companies offer two or three types of Bs because of how they perform. Some can get up to like seven or eight in their glide ratio which is pretty good. And then, um, if you step up to a C, these become like a cross-country type of wing or something that will have tip steering, that will be 
much sportier with a wider speed range. And I've flown the Zephyra wing, which has the aspect ratio at like 4.97, and its lift drag is 10.7 to 1. And I've been in air that's just phenomenal with it. It flies forever. So when you're flying something like a cross-country sea, you become much more efficient class, like the type of flying, it becomes uh, very, very touchy, and, and like you're piloting a race car. So with these, I've just seen them full time. Their aspect ratio when projected goes even below five, so they look like a long banana, and the, that type of wing can just fly forever, and thermal very, very well. But those things collapse and cravat much. What? What then? What is what is a hike and fly? Is that a regular A, B, and C type of thing, or is that something different? Okay, they have changed into even single surface, and this is the really light skin. So all of the companies have offered really um, safe wings. You want to have it safe, but if you go hike and fly with a single. Uh, skin, your flare capability goes down, and a hybrid the same, but to a very less extent. And the wings are um, usually of a lighter construction without any sheathing along the lines, and the risers essentially become rope, or just smaller, you know, smaller brake toggles, so it's lightweight. And people will fly with a different type of harness that reverses right into a backpack. And uh, even, okay, from Bellyache, <clears throat> which I've never done, is a speed wing. Um, and like these speed wings, they become uh, really fast and the flare is definitely different. So, uh, so the, the wide range of wings out there up to hang gliders have really been in Colorado. So I've, I've flown around hang gliders that go 50 miles per hour pretty quick. Yeah, those, I, I, so so hang gliders have a better glide ratio and they go faster than their pair gliders and pair motor cousins, right? And they obey the same rules, but they have a higher degree of uh, we clearance. So we yield to them, and that's because they are faster. Interesting. Okay, so going back to your tandem wing that's a hybrid. Yes, thanks for doing it, because the top of the wing, its profile has two cells at the leading edge to the center, and then from the center to the trailing edge is a single skin. This gives the wing profile, the cord, a pull. And that means that it's planted by having that trailing edge. So thus, it maintains a very slow speed but stays stable. And it will always stay stable when biting into a thermal or traveling through turbulence. So this wing has a whole new different brake range 
because one, if you pump a brake, you're getting immediate characteristic of a feedback that would be in an, in a, a a cell, an actual deflation of a cell. So the characteristic here is one, you're pumping a brake that normally would have a deflation of a cell, and then with this, it's deflating a single surface. So any pilot would notice your brake characteristic to be limited, and that means that you would only weight shift, and that's what this wing does so convenient and so well, because once you start to weight shift, it actually holds the roll, and that's why um, the hybrid, I believe, was put into production. And this means that whenever you enter into a turn, if you add more brake, it's like adding the equivalent in a normal paraglider, like twice the brake. So the response is amazing. And it also is very slow. So it's characteristic of something that would not be. <laughs> And um, so the best part about these style of wings, because it pulls forward so well, is that your launch is the easiest of any wing out there. And when someone like puts out there or something like that quote on their website, you really have to try it to believe it or to even see it. I've seen hundreds of tandem flights landings and all this going from bellyache so it's a cliff and these um you know passengers really trust the their their training to their pilot and um and will take the, the steps that they are supposed to and i know that this new hybrid is so much easier and better because it's lighter and this new uh style of fabric that you have to so that's why I want to post some of these videos. And um, I believe that I'll be able to have another person watch their normal style wing and we can see how they fly because one step that's different uh, is a step down from in a hybrid. A hybrid will have less square feet or square meters when projected um, for its weight range. So it's more efficient and climbs really well and um and so it's all because of this design and i believe that it's just like adding three lines shark nose or things in a skiing or in a snowboarding aspect would be reverse camber to go through powder so i appreciate abco for being able to do something like that is this is this something that anybody can get can anybody just go out and get a a hybrid wing like like uh like a new student that goes out there and trains is like man i want a hybrid wing because i heard it was awesome like could i go get a hybrid wing or do you need to be more advanced or how does that work thanks uh it's a very complex question and it also has a gray area but because there are so many organizations that exist it's a very important thing that you can comment upon and I achieved my basic flight instructor status from Aerosports Connection. And they are one of the four top organizations who have connections with the FAA that write tandem exemptions.
and that's for the 103 rule of FAR. So as a beginner, I've heard that it is only your skill, such as super training. They, by the end of day 10, have had tandem instructors produce flying another person. With Aerosports Connection, you have to have at least two to 300 hours on a wing before they'll consider you to be a basic flight instructor. So all these different organizations take years. It's to your skill level, Sean. So you can buy the equipment, there's no rules, but every experienced pilot will tell you, you should fly for years before anyone would trust you to sit in front of you and fly then. Exactly, and you, and you said and you said that you said that um, with super training they've pumped out tandem exemptions in ten days. Oh, of course. Um, like I know Dell because I have the flat top. <laughs> I mean, literally, he is like his whole life is dedicated for this machine, and he replaces all the parts on anything that goes wrong and um, also trains people, like, for his full-time, uh, you know, passion and, and job. So he, um, like, on, on his training, he told me, he's like, Taylor, you have to come down to train with me. <laughs> the, but honestly, um, the people who I fly with, they're part of the Ushba organization, which is hang gliding and paragliding, so without engines. And they said that I must get the exemption, which is what Dell does not offer. So you wouldn't get that writing from an FAA executive, which you need to show because the actual rules of FAR 103 is single occupant. Right. <laughs> and if you change it to two occupant, you've got to get the paperwork unless you could get in trouble you're risking it. So so if you do the super training and in 10 days you do the tandem thing, that that's not legal? It's your discretion. It's, it's total. It's your discretion. If you're reported to the FAA for doing something that you aren't allowed to, that would be where you would lose because you don't have the paperwork. It's an actual exemption. It's an official document. It says it in 103, single occupant. But to have two, you have to have permission. So um, anyway, um, it's not that you can't because there's no license. There's no regulatory agency. Um, the public would report you or some individual agency to the FAA and I believe it's just three times. So you have like two chances, like green, yellow, red. And before, before what? Contact. Before FAA action. And that would mean you would talk with an FAA official and they would put a note in your file, give you a fine, and um, they can't, they can confiscate your equipment. And, and how long do you think that you should actually 
how many hours you think that you actually need before that you know you would actually feel comfortable doing a tandem now you said that you only been doing motors for a year so how many hours do you have under your belt now that you got your tandem license or your exemption officially i started paragliding and that's where i have the most hours since 2009 i was a pilot so it's 10 years to now and i in this last year picked up a motor with about four to five hundred paragliding hours and those are different type of hours so it's um it's hard to get that many <laughs> so it took like nine years but with paramotoring in the last year you can boat around and achieve up to like 150 hours in a season like here where i fly there's a town it's um really small wolcott colorado if you've driven by it there's i-70 basically and just off of i-70 the private land that we launch from you have to have permission is perfect the entire bowl is a microclimate and throughout the day in the morning there's the anabatic winds i mean catabatic winds sorry that flow down from the mountains and then it becomes prevailing winds over the afternoon to turn around again for a glass off and this is what people pilots call an, a huge bowl like a glass where one edge because of sunlight is heated causing the other colder side to drain and push the other hotter side up and this rising air is what you would fly up in being the smoothest air like a beach flying experience um every night it, it, during during july you know <laughs> or or august september you know very very minimal times of the year and uh the pilots enjoy this pair of gliding pilots and i'm a, now a paramotoring pilot and i also would say uh, well you know i don't want to get too lost here that um with the addition of a motor you're a safer para, you're a safer pilot para pilot and you also have more range so that it's not only the once in a lifetime weather opportunities that you will fly and get the best the most unique flight you could have it's that all the air should be calm in the morning and evening and you use a motor <laughs> and once you graduate I feel it is graduating to this level. You look back at the other gliders, and I think that they also see you in the same way, that you have done something that will exceed their flight capabilities, and they respect you for it. So um, so when I stepped up to a tandem pilot, uh, it was after obtaining a motor and uh, uh, license or n not a license a designation it's a certificate for an introductory paragliding pilot from the United States Powered Paragliding Association <laughs> and an instructor in Denver you actually go from never using a motor to being able to utilize one and I was able to launch 
top land, everything spot land with a paraglider. <laughs> and then you add a motor. Oh my gosh. Like I'll tell you the transition. It's, it's like fear factor and then you're good <laughs> because, um, when you turn on a motor, it's loud and with a paraglider, you are used to making like a half of a pound adjustment, like just nothing, like super roll, you know, like to getting from thermal to thermal and, and like micro adjusting your wing with a paraglider, I equipped with a paramotor and, and trim, you have a power behind you and it's a whole new ballpark and you're never worried about frontals you add power your climbing rate is so fast it's like taking a thermal the best thermal of your life <laughs> whenever you want it it's in your hand and that's probably why it's so addicting um to paraglide and paramotor i totally agree lift yeah lift and um and so so that's the experience that as uh as you can get into a tandem and i want to say this with caution is that tandem experience is for training only it's a sport so you would sport tandem adventure or go on um these things in in that aspect because the faa uh they want to keep us in a regulatory class that's unlicensed and uh, basically left to those little bit of rules that say you can't fly over people, but they really don't care. Yeah, I totally agree. I really enjoy the power paramotoring. Um, we are almost done with our uh, with our podcast for today. Unfortunately, we're really cranking up the uh, the time here. It's been really really awesome talking with you. Is there uh, anything that you could uh, end this with, as far as giving some newbies some some piece of information that they could probably take with them and and learn? Is there anything out there that you can think of? Especially through you, Sean. Um, yeah, you've said a lot to the paragliding community, paramotoring community, and I want to put a lot of my videos into the eyes of the viewer and let them really see what you can see especially from my perspective so thanks for letting me do it sean oh absolutely and, and you're absolutely right you know it's like for for the newbies out there watching videos and uh, listening to people really helps them a lot i know that i probably watched everybody's videos a hundred times i listened to all the podcasts that i could find out there and before i took my first flight i felt mentally capable and it's because of you know, great people like you, you know, that are willing to go on a podcast and talk about your experience. So, Taylor, thank you very much for your time. I totally appreciate you. You are amazing. I can't wait to see your next videos. Thank you, Sean. Right, take, take care. Have a great day. I wish you could really see Bye. my rig here. I am driving and I have a microphone set in front of me. My phone is set in front of me and that's how I have done actually a couple of interviews so far. It's really nice to be able to have this extra time to be able to do such a thing. And thank you very much you all for listening to me. My name is Sean Simons, PPG Grandpa, and you can get me at ppggrandpa at gmail.com or find all my videos at ppggrandpa.com. 
I am out there on YouTube and Facebook, Instagram. I tweet a little bit and I even Snapchat, believe it or not. I'm an old fart, turned 50 years old this year. And I have absolutely adored, love, and cannot wait to continue to fly paramotors as much as I can. And now that we've heard more about wings, I'm thinking about this hike and fly. So I'm going to start hiking Pinnacle Mountain, get myself nice and strong, and start doing or looking to the hike and fly stuff. That'd be so freaking cool. And also we heard today hybrid wings which i really want to get into a little bit more so i'm going to have taylor come on the show later on this week and talk more about wings if anybody knows about wings please let me know ppggrandpa at gmail.com and email it me and let me know that uh, you are an expert or you know a lot about wings because i want to learn more about wings now that i've talked with taylor y'all thank you so much make sure you try to find taylor out there t-a-y-l-o-r-g-a-r-d-i-r-a i'm sorry g-a-r-d-a-r-i-a-n gardarian and look him up look at his facebook his youtube really interesting guys can be putting a lot more videos out there probably of me and you just got a bunch of gopros which is awesome so once again thank you all have a wonderful day and don't forget if you want a angel frame an angel frame an angel paramotor get up with andrew fuller at skytapparamotors.com tell him that ppg grandpa sent you he'll give you 200 bucks off the entire setup and we're gonna go flying soon so have a great day we'll catch you later bye